Hey boys and girls, good morning, Mr. Gaines here. Welcome to a new chapter of Los of Esperanza Rising, called Los Asparragos. In today's episode, Strike! Alright, hope you enjoy it. Let's get started. Okay, boys and girls, hello. Mr. Gaines here, about to start a new chapter from Esperanza Rising called Los Esparragos. Asparagus. We're on page 199. Let's go. Marta was right. The strikers were more organized than ever. They handed out flyers in front of every store. They, pa they painted the sides of old barns with their slogans and held meetings at the farm. For those who continued to work, there were still jobs, but Esperanza could hear the tightness and worry in her neighbors' voices. She worried, too, about what would happen if she didn't have a job. Asparagus would be a long season, sometimes up to 10 weeks, but it had to be picked before the high temperatures touched the valley in June. The strikers knew that if they could slow down the workers, it would affect the growers. So when the tender stalks were ready, the strikers were ready too. Esperanza got on the flatbed, got on the flatbed truck with Hortensia and Josefina for the first day of packing. The company had sent a man with a gun to ride on the truck with them for protection, they said, but the gun frightened Esperanza. When they arrived at the sheds, a crowd of women erupted into shouting and booing. They carried signs that said, Huelga, strike. Among them were Marta and her friends, and they were yelling, Help us feed our children. We must all join together if we are all to eat. Save your countrymen from starving. When Esperanza saw their menacing faces, she wanted to run back to the safety of the camp, do laundry, clean diapers, anything but this. She wanted to tell them that her mother was sick, that she had to pay the bills. She wanted to explain to them about Abuelita and how she had to find a way to get some money to her so she could travel. Then maybe they'd understand why she needed her job. She wanted to tell them that she did not want anyone's children to starve, but she knew it would not matter. The strikers only listened if you agreed with them. She reached for Atencia's hand and pulled her close. Josefina marched toward the shed, looking straight ahead. Hortensia and Esperanza stayed close behind, never letting go of each other. One of the women from their camp called out, We make less money packing asparagus than you do when you pick cotton. Leave us alone. Our children are hungry too. When the guard wasn't looking, one of the strikers picked up a rock and threw it at the woman, barely missing her head, and the workers all hurried toward the shed. The strikers stayed near the road, but Esperanza's heart was still beating wildly as but Esperanza's heart was still beating wildly as she and the women took their places to pack asparagus. All day 
As she sorted and bundled the delicate spears, she heard their chanting and their threats. That night at dinner, Alfonso and Juan told how they had the same problems in the fields. Strikers waited for them, and they had to cross picket lines to get to work. Once in the fields, they were safe, protected by guards the company had sent. But the lugs of asparagus that were sent to the back of the sheds had to be taken across the picket lines, and strikers often slipped surprises beneath the harvest. The strike continued for days. One afternoon, as Josefina took a handful of asparagus from a crate, a large rat jumped out at her. A few days later, Esperanza heard a terrible scream from one of the women, and several writhing gopher snakes slithered out of a crate. They found razor blades and shards of glass in the field bins, and the women, usually efficient and quick to unpack the asparagus, slowed down and were hesitant to grab the vegetables from their boxes. When several of them heard a rattling from beneath a pile of stalks, the supervisors took the entire crate out to the yard, dumped it, and found an angry rattlesnake inside. It was a miracle that no one was bitten by that snake, said Hortensia that night at dinner. They were all gathered in one cabin, eating caldo de albondigas, meatball soup. Did you see it? asked Isabel. Yes, said Esperanza. We all saw it. It was frightening, but the supervisor cut its head off with the hoe. Isabel cringed. Can't they do anything to the strikers? asked Hortensia. It's a free country, said Miguel. Besides, the strikers are careful. As long as they stay near the road and the guards don't actually see them do anything aggressive, then no, there's not much anyone can do. It's the same at the railroad. I pass the picket lines every day and listen to the yelling and the insults. It's the yelling all day long that bothers me, said Hortensia. Remember, do not respond to them. And Alfonso, things will get better. Papa, said Miguel, things will get worse. Have you seen the cars and trucks coming through the pass in the mountains? Every day, more and more people. Some of them say they will stay. Some of them say they will pick cotton for five and six cents a pound and will pick produce for less. People cannot survive on such low wages. Where will it end? said Josefina. Everyone will starve if people work for less and less money. That is the striker's point, said Esperanza. No one said anything. Forks clinked on the plates. Pepe, who was sitting in Esperanza's lap, dropped a meatball on the floor. Are we going to starve? asked Isabel. No, mija, said Josefina. How could anyone starve here with so much food around us? Thank you.